Hello, everyone. I'm Megan Brinks, and this is Level Up College, the podcast to help you be the best college student you can be. Today, I'm excited to bring you a roundup of advice from three people who have been there. They've gone through college, and all of them have their bachelor's and their master's degrees. Now, all three work in higher education in different capacities. This is a short episode, but it's jam-packed with great information. First up, I want to introduce you to Adriana Moreno. She's worked as an academic advisor, the director of testing, and now serves as the director of the Fab Lab. Think 3D printers, laser cutters, and a lot of robotics. Adriana and I sat down to talk about using a day planner system to stay organized while juggling a lot of commitments. I've always been a really motivated and mm-hmm. ambitious person. And so to me, that means like I've always had like really big dreams and goals, mm-hmm. um, but I never really had like the discipline or the structure to be able to like make some of those things happen. And so that's my favorite thing about the passion planners. Like a lot of people, Adriana found that using a planner to keep track of her to-dos actually helped her execute. Um, And there was something that I found in that process to be really effective. I would go through, anytime that I wrote something down, it really motivated me to actually want to cross it off. Since Adriana has spent a lot of her career in higher education working closely with students, she had some great advice for those who are just getting started getting organized in this way. One of the things that I... Uh, as I kind of work with different people and they ask me about my planner and my process um, is that sometimes I'll get a lot of comments of, well, I feel bad because there's a lot of times that I'll go weeks without using my planner. So there seems to be some some maybe planner guilt attached mm-hmm. to having a planner. And I think that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think a lot of people maybe see in me is that I've been using my passion planner for four or five years. Uh, and so I've had a lot of experience. I've fine-tuned it. Mm-hmm. I've just found a way to make it really tailored to my needs and what I'm looking for in a planner. And so um, I think that whenever thinking about getting a planner or using a planner, I think it's okay that you go weeks without using it. Definitely don't don't make it something that, that then you stop leaning on that resource. So I love to use colorful pens mm-hmm. and the washing tape and the stickers. Um, t- for me, it doesn't always have to be your to-dos. It can be where you like draw or doodle mm-hmm. or you paste like movie ticket stubs. I've found it to be like a place where I like go journal, mm-hmm. you know, like I'll journal about the vacation that I went on or like the fun, like girls friend, the mm-hmm. girlfriend date that we had. Find a way to make it more success oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, not just a way to track to find a way to track your goals, find, mm-hmm. see if it's a way that maybe it's your place where you can go in, look at your goals each day, mm-hmm. um, write down your wins or progress that you've been making. Mm-hmm. I think that that's really cool. One of my favorite things to do is like to go back at the end of the year and look through my planner and just kind of see how the year mm-hmm. ended up evolving. And I think that that's, that's so beautiful to see like the process yes. <laughs> um, of yeah. where you are today and how you grew over the year. Mm-hmm. Next, I wanted to make sure we touch on financial aid in this episode because college is not cheap. So I grabbed Ashley Warren, who spent four years as a director of financial aid. She has helped literally thousands of students find a way to pay for college, often for free. But the first step, you have to apply. Something that I love to talk to students about is it's free. It's a free application for federal student aid. That's what FAFSA stands for. And so every student should 
turn it, should submit it to whatever institutions they're looking at, because you nor your parents can confidently say that there's no money out there for you. And if there is money out there for you that you don't have to pay back that can help you support, help support you through college, um, you need to you need to apply for it. You need to submit that application and let them tell you no. Um, but what I also know is that there is always a little bit more money out there. And so advocate to your financial aid counselors at your institution. I know financial aid can be overwhelming, especially if you end up needing to provide additional paperwork for verification. Don't worry, Ashley told me that around 30% of students nationwide are selected for verification, so it has nothing to do with you or your school. But Ashley really encourages students to stick with it and not get trapped in what she calls the summer melt. Being selected for verification oftentimes um, frustrates students and sometimes leads to something we call summer melt. And so it's students who um, indicate interest in college, maybe apply to a college, submit a FAFSA, and then so many of those students never show up. And um, we know that part of it, you know, part of it is life and happening and then deciding to not come. But also students get frustrated with the process. And so um, don't let that happen to you. Reach out to your financial aid office. Let them help walk you through that process. Of course, there's so much more to financial aid than these quick hits. So like Ashley said, talk to your financial aid office at your college or university to work through any questions or roadblocks you're hitting. You never know what grant or scholarship they might be able to help you uncover. Finally, let's get in the classroom. Tim Clark's full-time job is the executive director of enrollment services, which basically means he oversees a lot of aspects of getting students through the admissions process and ready to register. But he moonlights as an adjunct professor of speech, and he previously taught a freshman seminar class. Tim is all about communication, not surprising for someone who got his master's degree in communication and now teaches speech classes. And one of his top tips for students is to communicate with your professors and ask questions. There is still that fear for some college students that they're going to get yelled at if they ask questions. Um, as a professor of speech and the students that I deal with, they are all wanting to get themselves better at public speaking. Even if a student comes in and they're very, very good at this process already, they want to get better. And if a student is fearful of getting up there on stage and they have all the anxiety about it, and that fear will keep them from asking a question that really could just um, solidify in their mind exactly what they, they need to do to be successful in the class. Simple questions. Ask the simple questions. I get paid to answer these simple questions. I, I, I don't get paid whether or not you pass, fail. I want everybody in my class to pass. And so ask your questions. Send it in an email. Send it in a text. Send it however you can contact your instructor. If you're not comfortable raising your hand, ask those questions. Mm -hmm. But even if you're not particularly comfortable asking questions in a group setting, that is no excuse to skip class. Tim puts a pretty fine point on that one. Go to class. Go to class. That is the best thing that I can tell you is if you're taking a class in person, online, day, night, if you signed up for it, show up to it. It's going to help you so very much. Mm -hmm. The great news is that most professors are working in education because, well, they like it. Let's face it, very few people are hitting the jackpot working at a college or university. They work there because they're passionate about learning and education. 
there's things going on in life, so please communicate with us. We will help you. And above all, anybody that's a professor in a class was one time a student in a class, and they remember what it was like. So become a human to them because they're humans as well. So have that, have that back and forth. So there you have it. Three full-time professionals in the higher education world, each offering some solid takeaways that you can implement today as you pursue your own degree. Some of this might be common sense, but it's not always common practice. So don't be too surprised if your friends and peers aren't doing these things. If you've listened before, you know that at the end of each episode, I like to offer some homework to my listeners. This week, think of someone you trust and admire, someone you'd like to emulate, and ask them what they wish they would have known when they were in college. This is something I did with everyone I ran into when I was getting ready to start my master's degree, and I got a lot of great tips about balancing work and a graduate degree. No need to be formal, just slip it into conversation and see where it goes. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and thanks for listening. Again, I'm Megan Brinks, and this is Level Up College.